0: The masks are back and COVID cases are rising.
1: Just when we thought it might be, it surely isn't normal yet in the D.C. region. I'm Luke Garrett. And I'm Laura Spitalniak.
0: On Tuesday, the CDC changed its masking recommendations and urged vaccinated people to once again wear a mask indoors if they live in an area with substantial or high levels of
1: transmission. As of early Monday morning, the District of Columbia, Prince George's and Charles Counties in Maryland, and the City of Alexandria as well as Arlington and Loudoun counties in Virginia, all have substantial rates of community transmission.
0: This led D.C.'s mayor to reinstate an indoor mask mandate. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam didn't install a mandate, but he did recommend Virginians mask up indoors.
1: This week, to cover all of this, we pulled double duty. I spoke to WTOP's Mike Marillo, who attended the mayor's press conference announcing the D.C. mask mandate.
0: And I talked to our very own John Doman about his conversation with an epidemiologist and his take on the quickly developing pandemic.
1: Mike. As of Saturday, D.C. is now requiring masks to be worn indoors. What does that mean exactly? Can you still eat indoors? Are there any other restrictions to go along with this new mask mandate?
2: You can actually eat indoors. Here's how this is going to work. You're going to go into a restaurant. Really, that's the uh, the big thing here, going into restaurants And when you go into the restaurant, the only time you can have your mask off is when you're actively taking a bite or actively taking a drink. So according to Mayor Bowser, that's the extent of it. The rest of the time when you're inside a public building, uh, you're inside a building of any sort, for the most part, you have to wear that mask.
1: Gotcha. So how does this new mask mandate differ from what we saw before we had effective vaccines readily available?
2: I think the biggest thing here is it's just for indoors. It's pretty much similar to what we saw when we got to that point where you just needed to wear masks indoors. But right now it doesn't apply to outdoors. So if you're eating outside, gathered outside, the mask mandate does not apply to that. We'll see what happens down the road as we continue to watch the Delta variant here and the cases that are gone up fivefold in D.C. That's really what (sighs) brought this around is that you have five times more cases Over the month of July. Uh, So that's what got us to this point to where the city and health officials said, you know, we need to put this mask mandate back into place.
1: Yeah, those are some very big numbers, especially because we thought we would be doing better. Right. Taking us back to the mayor's announcement last Thursday, you were there. What was the tone? Was it fearful, merely cautious? How does a mayor of a major city get her residents to start wearing masks again?
2: I think the biggest thing here is they want to get ahead of this rise that they're starting to see, right? So the hope is doing these types of steps, getting the mask mandate in place, that would actually help us to not get to a point where we have to even step back further with restrictions. I'm sure that's everybody's concern, right? Mm -hmm. How far back could this go, depending on where cases go? And now I did ask her, you know, how far back it could go. And right now, they say they're just focused on seeing where this mask mandate itself will get us. And in a nutshell, I'm sure mm-hmm. anything's possible depending on where these metrics go.
1: How have D.C. businesses responded to the mandate? Because obviously there's been a lot of pushback about a perceived forthcoming second lockdown, and that would obviously have a very large economic impact.
2: I will say the ones I talk to most seem very understanding of the situation. In fact, one business I talked to is a children's boutique so they mm-hmm. cater to kids right so they're coming with their families and and buy toys and that sort of thing so they've kept the mask mandate on their own in place requiring everybody who comes into their store because you know we have certain population of kids who cannot get vaccinated at this point. So they were obviously very understanding of this. In fact, they said that'll save them money because people weren't carrying masks around all the time. So they were buying masks and actually having to give those to customers coming in who didn't bring their mask with them because, you know, they were vaccinated. So they thought it was actually going to be easier for them. And they're just continuing to follow what they've already been doing. Now, of course, some restaurants and bars have some concerns about it Mm. while they all seem to support it. It's tough when you're running a bar, right? And you have to, like, you take a sip of a drink, mask on, mask off. They have to somewhat be the police of that, right? So I think that's kind of the frustration there. And I think a lot of the restaurants and bars, I think the biggest frustration with them, they say, is that they feel like they're learning more from us and the media than they are the city when it comes to when things are coming down the pike. So they like the city to figure out a way to be more forthcoming sooner, With them, so they're not always caught off guard and have only a couple days to plan for some big change. Otherwise, though, I will say most people are understanding. They know the situation we're in and no one wants to see these case numbers go back to what we saw earlier.
0: We now turn to WTOP's John Doman. So, John, in the last week, you've been reporting on new mask guidance and mandates across our region. Where do we stand now and how have different municipalities dealt with this rapidly changing situation and changing pandemic?
3: It really depends where you are in the region. Some parts of the area are considered to be at substantial risk of spreading. And that's why you see like the Smithsonian's have the mask mandate back. That's why D.C. has indoor mask mandates back. Parts of Northern Virginia fall under that zone, too. But you can be in Northwest D.C. and be required to wear a mask inside, go across Western Avenue into Maryland. And that's not a concern anymore at the moment. Schools, many of them are requiring masks, at least at the start of the school year this fall. Some of them are just recommending them. Some of them may not have taken a stance on it yet. There's so much that's just in flux right now. The reality is it all figures to change in the weeks to come, too. The policy in one jurisdiction right now, it'll probably be a different policy three or four weeks from now or two months from now. It's hard to plan too far out at this point. I mean, we kind of scoffed when we saw masks on sale at stores and online, you know, we thought that we were done with it. And now some of us are probably kicking ourselves for not buying them because I don't get the sense that we are done with masks for good just yet.
0: So as you've reported last week, how have you heard health officials and government leaders responding to those who are just tired of wearing these masks and don't want to go back to wearing them?
3: All of us who are vaccinated, thought that we had the worst of this behind us. And I think what you've seen in, in recent weeks is this growing frustration that it is the unvaccinated who are sort of keeping us from moving forward again. That's the reality of the situation. This virus keeps spreading and evolving in places where people aren't vaccinated. Nowhere in the US is it difficult to get one of those anymore. And there's going to be some resentment that people have to go backwards a little bit. But there's also some wariness and some understanding that the more we learn about this latest evolution of the virus, you might not like it, but that's the reality of the situation. And you can either live in a different reality or you can accept what the science is telling us, even if you don't necessarily want to do the things that you are going to have to do now.
0: And John, you spoke to Johns Hopkins epidemiologist David Dowdy about all this. What was his take on these rising case numbers and new mask mandates? What does he think?
3: The bottom line is we're going to have to be flexible, especially if you're a parent when it comes to having kids in school, kids who are not vaccinated. You're going to have to roll with the punches, which you did a lot of last year. Not to say that you should be bracing for distance learning and hybrid learning and things like that. Schools should be able to keep most kids in the classroom five days a week based on what we know and based on the measures that are already in place. But You should also expect them to have to wear masks every day. Don't be surprised if they're subjected to testing on a regular basis, whether it's once a week or perhaps in some cases even more. And you might see some cases where your kid's classroom might get sick and that might cause problems that reverberate in terms of contact tracing and things like that. But it's just going to sort of ebb and flow. And and that's kind of what we're seeing right now is things died down and now they're trickling back up in the wrong direction. A few weeks from now, it could improve a little bit. It's not going to be a linear recovery. And did
0: Dowdy have anything to say about whether we will ever be able to beat COVID-19? I feel like we were making some really good strides on this pandemic, and that was kind of the general consensus. But now that it's kind of raging back and cases are spiking, it raises the question, will this fight against the virus ever be over or will COVID-19 just become like the seasonal flu or become like another seasonal virus that is just really here to stay?
3: Oh, I think that's the concern you're seeing in some places that this is going to be something that's around for a long time with different strains evolving in different ways. God, we certainly hope that that is not the case because we've seen the damage that it's caused. We've seen the stress it's put on all of us. So you hope that's not the case, but there is every indication that you at least have to be aware that it's a possibility. It's hard to predict where things are going to go because in recent weeks, I think the last week or so, we've actually seen a higher percentage of people getting the vaccine for the first time than we'd seen in months. Is it going to be enough to stave off future strains? You hope that's the case, but I think I saw something like 100 million Americans are eligible for the vaccine and haven't gotten it. And until substantial numbers of them change course on that, it's going to be hard to say for sure that this virus is going to die off. Never mind, you know, other parts of the world that don't have such access to the vaccines and are going to be you know, hammered by this as it comes and goes in the months and perhaps years to come.
0: And John, you've been reporting on this, the pandemic, for over a year. What do you say to people who don't know what to do right now and who are just tired, early just done with this pandemic, but obviously the pandemic is not done with us?
3: I would say that if you get frustrated, that if you're bitter that things are moving backwards, it's totally understandable. We're all going to be frustrated, a little bitter and resentful and tired of it. I mean, all those emotions, I think, are more than natural at a personal level. But at the same time, the reality of the situation is you have to be willing to roll with it. As long as this virus is around and evolving and moving from population to population without being stymied and just stamped out, you're going to have to be aware of it. If you're vaccinated, that's great. That's going to improve your chances of fighting things off and might turn what could be a serious infection into something that's no worse than a cold or even less than that. But you just kind of have to go with it. We're in a suburban area, in an urban area, and there's a lot of kids around here and a lot of people who can't get the vaccine for whatever reason. You have to be willing to take into account that not everybody is going to be vaccinated at this point. And as resentful as you might be to put that piece of cloth on your face, at the same time, it's not a huge deal. It's a minor inconvenience, not a major one, and it's also gonna be a temporary one. That's something you have to keep in mind. You might have to bring it back even for a couple of months But in the grand scheme of things, it's going to be temporary. And
0: finally, what are you keeping your eye on as this pandemic develops further?
3: For me, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the fall and in the winter again, because some people are trying to make plans for sporting events and concerts and and all sorts of other gatherings indoors and out. And the holiday travel, all of that, you have to think, is probably up in the air right now to a certain extent. Even if you've been vaccinated, you might have to take steps that you didn't think you were gonna to have to when you planned your events or things might change, you might not be able to do that. Again, this is just a matter of, you're gonna to have to go with the punches and sort of adapt and be willing to be flexible because I don't get the sense that this is gonna be over as quickly as we all hoped when we got the vaccinations back in the winter and back in the spring. We thought that the corner was turned and it was over. Now it looks like we might have another laugh in this race still.
0: The Montgomery County Council is set to vote this Thursday on whether to reinstate an indoor mask mandate. County Executive Mark Elrich said if it reaches a substantial level of COVID-19 transmission, the county will bring masks back.
1: D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is getting pushback after a photo of her at a wedding not wearing a mask went public on the same day the city imposed its latest mandate. The mayor's spokeswoman says the ceremony was outdoors where masks are not required. She also tells WTOP, Bowser wore a mask when indoors, and if she was photographed without a mask, it was during the dinner when she was eating or drinking.
0: Health officials continue to plead with the unvaccinated population to get their shot as the Delta variant surges. Dr. Anthony Fauci on ABC News
3: this Sunday. We're looking, not I believe to lockdown, but we're looking to some pain and suffering in the future because we're seeing the cases go up, which is the reason why we keep saying over and over again, The solution to this is get vaccinated, and this would not be happening.
1: This episode was hosted and produced by me, Loris Vitalnyak.
0: And me, Luke Garrett.
1: Our cover art was created by cartoonist Audrey Garrett, and our music is courtesy of Locksbeat.
0: Join us next Monday as the world reopens.